figure out what kind of train wreck this is going to be. New shit happened. Now we're going to talk about it. New shit happened. Now we're going to talk about it. Whoa, hammered. Whoa, hammered. I don't know. I hung with you as long as I could. And then I was just like, I was like, oh my God, we're getting into vocals. Like I'm not, I, I can't sing. I on wasn't pitch. ready for this. Yeah, I, I can't be. I'm not on pitch. That, that's how you can tell. There's no rehearsal. Yeah, like zero. at all. This is just. It's we're just raw dogging it. Yeah, just. It just. Yeah, like spit. that kid you think you might have from college. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to Warhammered. Quite possibly the internet's worst tabletop gaming podcast. I'm like. Yeah, like faction, like like fiction wise, or like like fact wise, definitely. If you're here for gameplay, you're fucked. Yeah, no, nope. not gonna happen. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. This is not. You need to exit out the back. Now, if you were here to make yourself feel better because you know more about the game than us, then boy, are we your <laughs> show. Let me get you a seat. <laughs> yeah, you are pull you a chair, <laughs> pour you a beer. Because and I'm you gonna just. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. None of us know as much as all the other people Probably that are like, yeah, 80%. if somehow you landed on this and going like, this should be a good meta discussion. It's not no, going to no, be. You're not going to do it. We're, we're, we enjoy the, the, the lore and the gameplay and the idea of Warhammer. And we like drinking beer while talking about it. Yeah. And, and we may or may not talk about Warhammer. It may be something else that catches yeah, our like cocaine bear, our squirrel level attention. And we just, <laughs> we just leave with that. Yeah. So we talked about doing crushing a 30 rack and watching cocaine bear trying to figure, yeah, yeah. trying to, uh, trying to match our calendar uh, so we so can do that. There you go. Uh, that's most of the time the there is three of us. There is big Jim, beer, Jim and jazz. I'm jazz. That's beer, Jim. Hey guys. Normally that's big Jim, but there is no big Jim this time. So it's just the two of us. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Warhammered, brought to you by Second Pitch Beer Company woot woot. Uh, and Battle Pub uh, Games, which you can find at BattlePub.com or SecondPitchBeerCompany.com. Mm-hmm. I think it's SecondPitchBeerCo.com. I believe so, yeah. 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 Um, or all the social medias under the same names. Yeah. Or just uh, Google things. Like, you don't just need to know. Google's, yeah. I, I think we have links yeah. somewhere, too, to it. So yeah. just Google it, Second yeah. Pitch Beer and you're, we're gonna, you'll find us. Uh, so... There's lots to talk about lots. today. Great, great uh, content today. Because last night was Adepticon reveal, because it's the yeah. first day of Adepticon, the world's largest tabletop gaming convention. Is that what it is? Okay. So, so that's what I Adepticon don't know what is. Adepticon actually so, is. I just know it as like a thing I watch on the internet to find out what yeah, I will so, be spending money on. Okay, so little backstory on Adepticon. Adepticon is the granddaddy of gaming conventions. Mm. So they've been around forever. And they started as a uh, essentially a Warhammer fan convention and they got together and they played games and they did all this kind of stuff and they've been around longer than anybody else. Um, but they are now, I don't even know what year they're in. They've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. It's always outside of Chicago. Really? Um, okay. It's always in the spring. Okay. Uh, I was actually going to go this year, but life yeah shit happens um but they are the world's largest tabletop gaming convention now i'm not saying they're the world's largest gaming convention i understand it's like what about perks i get it there's other ones that are bigger um but as for tabletop gaming so war gaming they're as big as they get it's it's the shit that's um almost everybody does the reveals there it's the plans for the next year games workshop just revealed what they did like fuck so last night was kind of the kickoff yesterday uh was the kickoff of adepticon it will Mm -hmm. run through sunday Mm -hmm. 
but last night Games Workshop did a massive, massive, massive reveal. reveal. More stuff than they did at even Warhammer Fest um, yeah. was done at Adepticon, if that tells you how big Adepticon is. And we are going to get to that conversation. But first, we have a little thing that we like to do here on Warhammered called Jim's Beer Corner. <laughs> See, we have theme music and everything. Theme music, that's great. Um, Where we are going to discuss the only thing that can be taken as fact on this entire fucking show. Basically, yeah. uh, Which is Jim educating on beer. So what he does is he brings us a beer, and we talk about that beer. Yeah, usually it's a second pitch beer. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. Um, Sometimes it's more. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, However... uh, we may have to branch out here a little bit pretty soon because yeah. we've been the show's been around now longer than most podcasts. So we're starting really, to, really most podcasts stop at like five. Really, we're like we're already outlasting most podcasts. Fuck you, five shots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, we do discuss second pitch beer because they're a title sponsor. So we discuss their shit. Which Plus, actually, we don't. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know how I'm a sponsor, but then I just bring beer and I sit my ass he, down. He provides liquor. Yeah, that's that's, that's what it comes down to. But uh, today, we're going to discuss yet another one of your beers, but it yes. is a different style Very than we so. discussed before. Yeah. So, what are we drinking today? We're drinking our, the second pitch is Summer Lightning Ale. Um, this is one of actually the first beers I, uh, when I made a second pitch beer company, this is one of the first beers that I designed yep. for it. This was before Hometown Lager. This is before anything else. Um, because I knew that I normally I hate light, easy drinking beers. I just don't want to do it. You want to work for it. I want to work for it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a beer it. guy. I like flavor. I like, you know, more in your face kind of thing. Right. But I'm just like, all right. At the end I'm of my no, drinking session, I want to be a sweaty mess. Yeah. I just wanted to yeah, like, I like, want to look like Rocky at the yeah. end of Rocky. And he's, I need to look like a CrossFit competitor at the exactly. end of my drinking session. Yeah. Just, just fucked up <laughs> um, emotionally physically spiritually just a mess i need a recovery session yeah it's ridiculous. just wondering what i what i did with my life and basking in glory um but no so the, i made this beer because i knew that we wanted to have uh, we're coming it's texas it's hot we need to have a good hot weather beer and um considering it's hot what nine months out of the year here a decent amount yeah yeah um so we made a beer and when i was thinking about it i was like all right i don't want to make just like just a throwaway light beer if we're gonna make like a light beer or easy drinking beer i want to have it be flavorful full of um you know something that a craft beer drinker can still like but a novice can attach to as well and it is very approachable it's very we'll give you that yeah yeah and so we made a honey blonde and this is basically a blonde ale is one of the most basic beers that you can get it's pretty much two row and maybe one or two specialty malts, a little bit of hops, and you know, Bob's your uncle. Two rows of grain. By the two way. rows for of the, grain. For so, those of you that don't know what the fuck he's, t- he's yeah, saying, yeah. which I just learned like four days ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we did this, and then I wanted to make it a little bit more special, more specialer, and uh, because of that, we added uh, honey into it. So it, we add honey into both the uh, whirlpool, and we add honey into the kettle or into the uh, tank after it's fermented too. So we get a lot of that sweet honey flavor. Yeah. As well. And it is, and, and it comes through and it's, it's not one of these, um, it's not sugary sweet, Mm-mm. like, but you can get a lot of nice honey flavor to it. It's there, mm-hmm. but it is, it's the flavor without the sugar. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, but it makes but perfect sense. But it's the sense. flavor of honey too. without the sugar. Yeah. Um, going into the warmer months, I mean, 
shit, I think it was like 85 today in San Antonio. Like it's already a great beer for this type of season. And to be honest with you, if you don't want a heavy, as you said, like work for it beer. Yeah. But you still want a beer that has flavor and you can kind of you can try and convince your friends that you know what the fuck you're doing. This is one of those beers that you can 100% pick up. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be able to drink it. It's crazy easy to drink, mm-hmm. but it has better flavor. It's there's no bitterness. There's no yeah. any of that. It's just it's the way the way I designed it is I when I was when I designed beers, I also I think about the flavors I want, but then I also had the component of like, where would I drink this? I want to also have like a landscape of where I would drink it. And the idea behind this one was like, this is a beer that you are, you know, afternoon drinking, sitting on your porch, hanging out outside. It's I'm not supposed to drink till the afternoon. Morning, evening, afternoon. You're sitting outside. It's a hot day. You just want something that's crushable that you can just really enjoy. And that's what I wanted. And a hundred percent. I, so I've been lucky enough. I've had summer lightning over the last year. So yeah. Um, but now it's a core, so it's going to be available. It's always been a core in our tap room and then our distributor or HEB now picks has picked it up for me. Yeah. So, so it's going to be in all the time. But for me, like as a bar or whatever, mm-hmm. I can only get it off and on. Now it's, now it's gonna all be the time. Yeah. Now it's available. Um, which is super dope, but it is one of those, what people call crushable or session beers or mm-hmm. whatever, where you can go like, yeah, look, we're, it's a Saturday we're turning the smoker on at 10 a.m. Exactly. And we're going to hang out. And, and we need a beer that can hang it's an with all us day. all day. It's not exactly. crazy strong, so you can mm-hmm. keep drinking it, right. and it just kind of yeah. goes along. So it's a, yeah, it's it's super, super good. Okay, so let's get into the technicality of it. Okay. Because we've been discussing this before. So this is an ale. Yes. Which is based on the yeast type that goes in it, Correct. right? Yes, so that's ale yeast. It's a Cali yeast, which is just very, a no-nonsense, very basic, generic yeast you know 90 so, percent of your ales that you buy craft beer ales in america will have this yeast cool yeah um, so. and then you, you were talking about two row and some of the other grain yeah we use two row and then we also add a honey malt in there they actually have a honey malt which has a sweetness oh, okay. too there so cool. we really lean into that honey, honey flavor um ibus on it for me it feels like it's it's low. crazy low on the yeah spectrum. it's low it's like about 20 to 19 yeah IBUs. so it's so which is the the international bitters, bitters units, units exactly um, yeah so it doesn't have that bitter bite it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't fight you it's very very easy to drink yeah. Um, and then, and like then, you said, you're putting honey in at multiple stages, at multiple of stages the to help, to help with the flavor of the honey. Um, and it is very balanced without getting super sweet. So yep. it definitely strikes that sweet spot of yep. like, and we also go into the type of honey that we put in. Oh, so really? this actually has orange blossom honey in it. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I think that just about covers it. Yeah. Um, I'm like, there's really nothing else about it. I'm and like, it's, it's not crazy gonna, high ABV either. Yeah. It's like 5%. It's, yeah. 5%. So it's a, it's easy. Very drinkable. It's, yeah, the idea, I'll make you, even if you look at the can, the can is like, you know, summer, like lightning coming off in the distance. So like, you know, that cool, like summer night lightning that you see yeah. sometimes on hot weather, you know, you see the storm. Well, off you've in been distance. in Texas long enough too, that yeah. you've seen heat lightning. Yeah. Like it's not going to rain, but yeah, we're going to get that heat lightning. Yeah. The heat lightning. So, yeah. And then there's also Adirondack chairs and it's like, that's what you do. You sit down on your porch up in the, which is what this is. Yeah. It, any of us that own that, uh, the flip top igloo where you yep, push the button exactly. and it opens up yep. and you can put like about a dozen of these in there and pour some ice on it. Yep. And it's a two chairs. And that this and I reach like, for one and look at your and you look at your buddy and go like you want you, want you need another one and it's like and it's yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's, it's one it's of those this beers. one and it's the hometown lager are the ones that we, that are weird that which were just I drank while getting my haircut today did you really I had a, I had a hometown was lager it, while it, getting my was haircut it, delicious? it was it's perfect for the haircut 
And uh, that's what I love to hear. But HTL is one of those ones too that it's so drinkable that I had like about a half an hour haircut. Yeah. And that's about how long it took me to get through that can of, of like hometown lager. And then and you had a nice beer and you can go about your day. It was great. Yeah. There is nothing better than having a you and I here. use the same barber and yeah. she's great. one, she's great. But two. Oh, now Ben goes to the same bar. goes to her now too. Yeah. But he's handsomer than both of us. Oh so God, that doesn't, so, it doesn't even good looking. Yeah. That's, are you sure he's yours? I uh, no. No, I'm not, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it when he's like, he's already like. He's a good looking kid, He's a good man. looking kid. He's my son. My son is four years old and he's, he's, he's incredibly cute, but he knows he's cute. Yeah. He's very self-aware. Yeah. Fucking thing. It's a bad combo. As like, as like a dad, you're just like, he knows he can just say this like one thing and then smile. And he's just like, yeah. I'm not in trouble anymore. And you're just like, you're, you're right. You're not. Ben's going to be a problem, dude. You're going to be an eighth grade grandpa. Just yeah. going like, just fuck. Just how did this happen? <laughs> how? <laughs> I know you haven't had sex. You just looked at her. Yeah. Just <laughs> walk through the hallway and just. Yeah. And he's also, he's, he's insanely athletic too. Yeah. Yeah. He already has a you're six in trouble. pack. I'm in trouble. You're in serious he, trouble. And he loves baseball. And the problem is, is that like they're, you're going to have that tear of like responsible dad versus proud dad. And it's going to be like, you shouldn't be doing that. But damn, boy. Damn. Um, soon. <laughs> like, no, I love look it. at him out there getting it done. Yeah. He's a, your retirement fund. He is. He's 100 <laughs> percent my retirement fund. Either oh he's going to be a pro athlete, an actor, or a model. You're yeah, set. Just, yeah, that's I, I, hundred, I, I've actually yeah. made that joke to my wife. And I was like, we don't really need to worry about a college fund for Ben. And she was he's like, why? Be, and I was like, he's, he's going to be, be fine. fine. He's, he's going to be fine. fine. He's going to be okay. He doesn't need a high, more than a high school degree. He's just going to be good looking. Dude, and, and if he goes great. to college, he's be like, by the way, my dad owns a brewery. And da, yeah, da, yeah, da, yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. going to be like, oh, well, hmm. Mm. Yeah. Look at that. He's yeah. going to be able to walk through and watch clothes fall off. Yeah. Like, it's, it's going to be just, so bad. He's just, yeah, he's, he's a, he's a, but he's a good boy too. Because he's that's four. The worst. Yeah, I know. But it's the good thing is like he's mm -mm. just a nice kid. Too. I give it till about thirteen. Oh my god, he's gonna be a fucking. Terror. Oh, you're gonna. Yeah, he's just gonna be just. You like, need to be real specific about what kind of car he's allowed to get. Oh yes, very much so. Yeah. It is like we are going. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Buick LaSalle. I don't care if it's <laughs> 20, 2040. Yeah, you're gonna get. You're gonna get this car. Yeah. What is the What is the most birth control car I could possibly find mm -hmm. you? Yeah, I'm gonna make sure there's a dead raccoon in the back. Yeah, <laughs> that and I'm pulling out all the seats, but yours. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> and yeah. cover him with like with like spikes, so no one yeah. can lay down. Nothing. But I mean, like in 2040, even if you get like a 1970 or 1980, that's gonna be vintage and it's gonna be cool. I nope. know that's the worst. You can't part. do it. You're gonna. Have, I'm telling you, you're gonna, gonna need have to get him bike. like a like a Fiat. Yeah. Something, something like, like a Fiat. He's going to get a that smart little Fiat car. 500, he's going to get a two-door, yep. a two-seater smart and, car. And take the passenger seat out. Yeah, just it take does. the passenger seat out. And then, like, it can't go above 35 miles an hour. Yep. Just like, this is your car. Yeah. It has enough for your baseball bag. <laughs> like, that's I, took, I took the seat out so you <laughs> yeah. can fit your baseball bag. Oh, that's what you do. You play baseball and you come home. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all you can do. Yeah, the other one is my daughter, Charlie. She's two, and she's already just like, no, I'm not listening to you. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, already? I'm like, I thought that shit happens later. But yeah. But enough about my uh, my wonderful family. Yeah. Yeah, I love those. I'm people. not surprised your daughters are like that, though, because I've met your wife. Yeah. No, I just, I, <laughs> she'll just yell at me, and like, Charlie will like not listen to me. I just stare at my wife, and I was like, you did this. That's 100% yeah, you. And Sam's just sitting there going like, that's my girl. Yes, that's she does that. Right there, that's hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, does no, hundred percent. Yeah, 
She was just like, I love her. She's right. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. They're good people. Though. They're good. You have a great family. I love mm-hmm. them all. Anyways, anyway, let's on talk to about more Adepticon. exciting stuff yeah. in our families. Right. Adepticon happened and reveals Fuck, happened. Yes. Where do we want to start? Do we want to do it in the order they release shit or do we want to do it in the order that we're most excited about? Well, let's, okay. Uh, you say which one. Okay, let's do, what are you most excited about? We'll go with what you're most excited about. Uh, me personally, most excited about you're, you're the excited announcement about the- of 10th edition. Yeah. Okay. Then let's talk about that. Okay. First. I was thinking that's okay. So I am most excited about 10th edition. Yeah. The biggest thing that I'm excited about, and this was the, I, I didn't talk a lot about it on the show. One, I love where they're taking the narrative. I love that high fleet Leviathan that they're saying like, it's so damn big that it's not just coming in from one side of the galaxy. Now it's wrapping around the, the other, other side, side of the, of the galaxy. galaxy, high fleet Leviathan, which is the Tyranids. It's the big bugs. If you've ever seen starship troopers, it's the creepy bugs that are in that movie, right? They're yeah. coming in and taking over that. It's so big. It's wrapped around the entire galaxy. I didn't realize that they were. Yeah. Cause balls up here. Yeah. So and they're all the way down in the, on the galactic Pacific. map. Because the only way that you can, you know, look at a galactic map, because it's in three, it's in three dimensions, because it's space, right? right? As you kind of have to just decide, like, okay, we're gonna always look at it from this angle, yeah, and that's the top down, yeah. They always have been coming in from the east, yeah, the east of the map, right? But now they're coming in from the west, which means that High Fleet Leviathan is so fucking big, it's wrapped around the entire galaxy. So it's getting squeezed from both sides. So I love where the narrative is going on that. Um, That now it's like all this little piddly shit that's going on in our galaxy. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's minor. Yeah. Yeah. What you're going to basically, if you you don't, if you don't deal with the, the tier, (laughs) excuse me, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be, it's like that whole thing. It's like where you're a, um, it's a, it's a kingdom. You're, you're in charge of a kingdom of bones. Yeah, you know, you, you, like, you rule a if you get crushed bugs. entirely because you're worried it about this matter. internal shit, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So I'm cool with that narrative. But the most thing that I'm so excited about, and this was my big theory, and I was hoping they were going to do it. Yeah, which was a great theory. I'm like, it was pretty spot on. Yeah. Was that they were just going to burn the existing rule set to the ground and start over. And they even said that in like the little blurb. And they they flat about. out said it. They, they were said like, they said that your books are no longer good. I'm yep, sorry. Everything's gone. But now nobody's waiting for updates. So mm-hmm. literally day one with the new rule set, one, you no longer have to play for core rules. The whole core rule book, not a trimmed down version, yeah. not a whatever. The whole rule set is free. Yeah. And every army rule set is free. So I, I my biggest question about that, and maybe you you were watching the the, the Twitch I watched stream, the live cast. And you, I, watched I, the, you read the recaps. I read the recaps. And the one thing I want to find out is like, there always were kind of like, if you bought like... So you get your core rule book for ninth edition, and then you get your Space Marines Codex. Sure. Right? And then there were rules for, like, Space Wolves in there. I'm a Space Wolf player. Uh, right. But And then you got the Space Wolf Codex, and those delved even deeper into the Right. Rules. And so that's what they're saying is to get rid of all of this, the, nece- the, the need to have all of these books mm-hmm. and to – you have these rules, and then you do these rules, and that layers more rules, and then there's these rules that layer more rules. Yeah. We're not doing that anymore. You're just at – you're at 100%. So, No. Here's how it's going to work. The rules are going to be baked into the unit. Yeah. So if you take, so what's a space wolf specific unit? Uh, I'm not from, as familiar with your. Oh, they're uh, gray you're... hunters or okay. blood claws. Blood claws is a great. So hunter. blood claws. Yeah. What you're going to have is a card mm-hmm. for the blood claws, and all of the specific rules to the blood claws are just going to be on that card. 
Just that's what the rule is. Those are the rules. You don't need nice. this whole fucking book to Tell do you. it. Yeah. So the way they described it was you don't need the books. So your entire army should fit on a one page spread. That's All the crazy. rules for your that's whole crazy. army should fit on a one page spread. They're getting rid of certain phases. There's mm -hmm. no more psychic phase. Really? Uh, so, but it makes sense. I didn't sense. see that. I didn't see that, but that's great. And it makes I total love it. sense, right? So, like, and the psychic like, phase was the worst. Well, it phase. doesn't. It doesn't make sense. So, and it they're was going the worst phase. psychic. So you have like the thousand sons, right? Right. Which are all just fucking wizard weird shit. It's just like spooky brains. Yeah. Like that's right. their yeah. whole fucking thing, right? Spooky brains. Well, instead of having a whole phase where they just get to spooky brain, and maybe and just, or maybe they don't spooky brain because you want to make. The yeah. Psyker army, it's just their weapon now. So on their data sheet, during the combat phase, instead of firing a bolter, they just spooky brain. and Which makes perfect sense because you're not... That's their weapon of choice. Because in combat, they wouldn't be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold whoa, on, whoa. hold on. I got a spooky brain first. We got to let all of our Miss Cleos do their thing before anybody's allowed yeah. to fucking do anything. Because it made sense everything up to that because you would have like, you have your movement phase yeah. and then you would start your shooting phase and then you have your fighting uh, phase. You the know, other thing that they're getting rid of is the whole like uh, command phase and it's command phase. And what was the other one? Are they getting rid of the tactical doctrines? Yes. God bless. We'll get to that in just a minute. Thank you. But it was command phase. And so, so there was like two phases that were broken up in the middle mm -hmm. and they're getting rid of that. It's all just one phase now, Great. which they very much borrowed from age of Sigmar. Good. Which age of Sigmar calls the hero phase. Yeah. So it's essentially at the very beginning, you just get to go like, Hey, the overarching command I'm going to give my dudes is this shit. And I'm going to give it to this unit. And that's what they're going to fucking go do. Yeah. And both sides got to do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they're going to. That's awesome. I so it's that. way, way cleaner. The other thing that they're bringing in from Horus Heresy is reactions. Really? So there is going to be so there are there are still stratagems, but as they said, max any army is going to see is about six. It's about Great. six available stratagems. Because the stratagems, especially for like space wolves, were insane. Well, and they said it, and there was like well, you had pages and pages and pages of stratagems that you had to go through. And that was just in the core codex. So then if you picked like a sub faction, so like space marines, you play space marines. You got your book. You got all the shit you can do as a space marine. Groovy. We all love that. That's great. Now you want to play space wolves. So you have a supplement. Now there's more stratagems that you, there's pages of that shit. And then there's more stratagems that were added on for different campaigns that came right. later on. All that's fucking gone. They've yeah. gotten rid of all of that. Now it's like, here's the four or five cap at six. Here's what you're going to do. Also, army buildings gotten way simpler. I saw that. So that you got like great. an HQ and then you get like three elite units and six troop units. That's an army. Yeah. You're fucking, you're done. You're done. That's that's it. We're not we're not getting more complicated. Yeah, slap you on the that. button, call you get um, all day. But they're trying to streamline the game, and they're trying to streamline it so that you don't have as much. We don't understand these rules. We don't understand this. We don't understand that. So psychic phase is fucking gone. The learning psychic, curve is so steep. It's so it's insanely steep. Uh, so psychic phase is gone. It's not just a weapon of choice. Uh, strength and all that shit is now just on the weapons. It's no longer belongs to the unit. Okay, that makes sense. So it's not a unit strength is whatever. So it's strength, toughness thing. Nope. Yeah. It's on the weapon. Yeah. Which is on the card. So mm -hmm. there's no way to be like, well, if we dig four books deep, yeah, we find this fucking rule. And it's like, nope, right. it's on this card. Now, being able to look at uh, that card and the fact that the rules are free 
and they've already said like, and the guys last night that we're talking about, because the, the current Warhammer 40k app is trash. Yes. It's, it's, it's absolute far, garbage. It I went, doesn't work. When they first brought out that an, uh, app, I remember, I was like, oh my God, this is going to have all Finally. the codexes. I can build an army it on it. Work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at work. all. It doesn't get you and everything. And then you, 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 get the, you get the app, you get pissed off, and you go back to Battlescribe. So now they're releasing the new app. It's free. Okay. And it's going to be available day one, and everybody's rules are going to be in it. Now, what that means is, as new units come out, that just means the app gets updated for the data cards for the new units, and everything's balanced. But as they said last night, units aren't going to, on paper, look as lethal. Because they've rescaled it, because it's a D6 game. Mm. But with all this crazy AP that was all over the fucking place, all this armor penetration rules, you could essentially get to the point to where you couldn't save it. Like, you couldn't roll... <clears throat> against yeah. it and that sucks when you're like playing and somebody has like oh it's an ap minus you know ap4 yeah and it's like i can't okay okay so i'm fucked yeah you win it, you win. like you win yeah it they dies um so they've gotten rid of that so they've scaled everything out the new ob- objective the oc score that's on the units everybody's because mm-hmm. they showed the cards what they're gonna yeah. look like the oc score is uh objective control points so it's no longer you have a keyword that says objective secured, the obsec rule. So now it's a certain number of points. So if you have three units within nine inches of the objective and I have two units within the, the object, it's no longer a unit base. We look at the OC score. Okay. So if you're running nothing but say Tyranids yeah. and it's all just like they're bugs yeah. and they don't have an OC score, but I'm running infiltrators that have an OC score of two. Then you you may have three units, but you have a zero OC, and I've got an OC of four. It's my objective. Got it. The OC score just so there's no so, more so debate. You need, you, so so now you need to have like a big guy come and hold an objective. Well, and, right, but it depends on what you use it for, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you're sending all this infantry in there to clear space so that your your guy with score can come in and hold it, it makes it more strategic. It makes for better gameplay, and it also creates an opportunity of having more of those characters fighting each other, right? Now because you want your OC score, your four guy to come in and he's bringing his four guy coming in and there's like, we got to figure this out. Right. And now it's like, well, I'm going to hold. Well, I'm going to bring other units in to support these dudes. Speaking but, of units. Yep. <clears throat> reading this article, this is how selecting your army is going to go. You're going to pick a faction, pick a warlord, and the units you would like just no more than three of any one type. Yeah. That's, That's the other thing. You can bring whatever you want. And it makes sense. So it's no, and, and the reason when they were talking about it last night, they were saying like, so you read these narratives and you know, like, dude, first company of this shit is the tits. Yeah. But now I got to go find all of the specific rule shit to run first company. Right. Right. Nope. Yep. If you're saying the first company is these guys, cool. That's the first Here's company. the rules. So you're just going to pick it. It's going to generate everything out and you're good to go. Right. And that's first company. It's no longer all of this. Like, are you sure that's the rule? And it's like, yeah, no, it's all here on this one piece of paper. Yeah. And by the other thing that I'm excited about with this whole, like all the rules are going to be available is we no longer GW no longer has to wait to release models mm-hmm. to time it with a new book. Yeah. They can just release them. Well, speaking of just, books, sorry, I'm reading this article. Yeah. Yeah. No, go books, chop in. So we were talking about all the rules are going to be available, one, on day one of release, right? So it's yes. all going to be digital downloads on the website. Right. They And then they also have data sheets. So everything that you need for your unit is definitely going to be on the data sheet. However, they will be printing codexes if you want them. The but in- there is no 
additional rules in the codex because everything is already on your data sheet. Right. So they're more like collectible books. What they're calling them is indexes. And what they are is like, if you want to get the index for your thing that provides narrative, there's the blank, lore and, and there's all that blank kind of stuff. army sheets and stuff in there that uh, you can like make copies of and all that kind of stuff. So if you need that physical artifact, and you they're want, still gonna do it, which I will still buy for my space walls. 100%. But you don't still buy need it. it to play, and yeah. there's gonna be no rules in there. You're not getting anything by doing it other than I just like having the book. Yeah, I like I the lore. Like the I like physical, the pretty pictures. The physical artifact that I'm getting with it. What I'm most excited about is I've played AOS and I've played 40k. 40k 9th edition is just so jumbly. It's garbage. Like yeah. flat but, out. No, I absolutely. know nobody from GW is listening to this, but 9th edition <laughs> 40k right now is it's a dumpster fire and yeah. you can tell by the announcement last night that they know it is. Yeah, like they were like wow, we fucked this up. But like yeah, we tried to be fancy and we we over we over-engineered this. And because when they flat out talked about a new streamlined experience and all this kind of stuff, not that in the they're saying it's what did they say? Less complicated, not less complex. Right. Which essentially is it's easier to get to the table. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't have depth of play. Right. right. It just means it's not near as confusing mm-hmm. to get it done. But also for anyone that has played AOS and has army data sheets, playing on the data sheets makes you more involved with your opponent because you're not sitting there trying to flip through a book and figure right. out where is this one obscure keyword rule yep. that I can't find because and they flat out, there's no glossary in this book. And they yep. flat out yep. said it last night Yeah, with, if you're only running four unit types in your army, then you only need those four cards. You don't need your whole damn codex. Yeah, you just need those four data sheets and for those four units. And that's it. And all the rules are just baked in. So instead of having all of this extraneous shit that's like, well, I took this, this, and this, yeah. so now I get all these additional rules. Nope. When you select all that and generate your data cards, it's all just baked into the unit. That's great. That's so if you great. take a heavy psyker unit, uh-huh. all the psyker rules are just baked into the card. Yeah, we don't need to know like how the psyker phase uh, goes or any of that. It's kind all just of stuff. baked into the card, and they even <sighs> broke it up with melee and ranged yeah. weapons. Those are broken apart. Mm-hmm. All the keywords are already there. Their special rules are already on it. It's working just like rules war scrolls from Age of Sigmar or mm-hmm. AOS. It's just a cleaner play structure, which is going to make for faster, more impactful play, mm-hmm. and with the reactions that are now in there. Yeah. Those are stratagems you're going to be able to take on the other person's turn. Yeah. Like, like you're, you're talking about like, cause I've never played Horus Heresy yet. And, um, you were talking about how like, oh, I'm shooting at you and that. And you're like, well, I have, I'm using the reaction of like digging in or something yep. like that where it's like, okay, now, now I'm taking a little bit away of your hit points. Cause we went to ground. Like we saw you guys coming. So we all got flat, yep. you know, and kind of thing. And, made and sure so, that we found and it's cover that kind of stuff. And um, so, which because 40k right now there's a big problem with oh it's my turn so now mm-hmm. you just get to sit around for 40 minutes and wait for me to take this insane yeah. turn it doesn't matter who you talk to that is the same joke i hear from all 40k players yeah is, i'm gonna go order a pizza okay real quick. i'll be right back you got 30 minutes i trust you <laughs> yeah and yeah, they're just gonna that's leave. what you do yeah <laughs> and it, it's just it's so boring you're not and so now they're trying to make it more interactive um, the other thing that they're doing is the combat patrols. Yeah, that was really so cool. The combat patrol boxes and the rules that go along with the combat patrol. It's a standalone. It's 40K light. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a 500 point quick skirmish, yep. quick play format. 
Um, it's beer and pretzels 40k. It's like great. this is it's it, great. It's brilliant. Absolutely a it's huge great. fan of it. Um now we're getting back into the going back to the narrative thing. <laughs> getting back to the narrative thing and how cool this all this there are some big narrative shifts that are happening. Yeah. Well, the first and, the first thing just going on are um just I want to bring up with the 10th edition thing. There is some very important implications with this 10th edition. Mm-hmm. And for people who are, I'm going to just make up a, a term, hammered fans, because they're the Warhammer. Yeah, okay. I just did that. Like How that. is this going to affect the Twilight chapter? Oh. See, so the Twilight chapter is... with the 10th edition rules. Here's why I think this is actually the perfect time to launch the Twilight chapter. Mm-hmm. With the ability to go in and pick specific units that are being put on the list now via this to, app, we, just we don't have the to rule dig cool. through all of these books. We're rule of cool we can the shit out of this thing. Just rule of cool the entire Twilight chapter. Love it. And the app is just going to generate table ready fucking rules. I love it. Which means that we no longer have to look at efficiency. Will this actually work? Yeah. Da, da, how, do we, how, how, do we, how do we structure a command? Nope. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Care. Don't care anymore. This is how our chapter is structured and the new rule set just going to go like, cool, this is how it plays. And it's just like hot. Damn. damn I love it. Big yeah. fan. So yeah, you and I are going to have a priority here now because now, now it's going it. to turn into now it's the thing. We now have the rule set that was essentially designed for the twilight. I, I, I would Twitters? argue maybe somebody at GW is listening. Maybe somebody is. And they heard the episode where we were talking about wanting to make a, a, a chapter based on the story of Twilight. And we're like, this is brilliant, but the rules don't work for this. Yeah. And that's, that's, we, were, we were running into that problem. We were kind of like, how, how do we do this? fucking do this? Because it, it's a funny idea. And now all of a sudden, GW all of, a sudden, like, all, okay, of buddy. all of 40K has been shifted to a rule set that suddenly fits. A Twilight chapter? Daddy Games Workshop got you, baby. Don't worry about it. Big Daddy just came down and was like, GW's got you. We think this is brilliant. This is brilliant. You and those mob so space marines are going to... <laughs> you intern that made this happen, that listens to this. Thank you, bud. Yeah. We Whoever you that. were that's listening to this show that was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah that's Twilight chapter? I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm in. However, if there is someone from GW listening... And you want to send us some cool stuff that we could wear on the show. I have been wanting that McCrag blue t-shirt I see in the paint videos on Warhammer TV. <laughs> they send one of those in a men's schmedium. That would be fantastic. So they have a t-shirt. They have a t-shirt that's the logo on the front of it is just the label from the paint. Yeah. The paint bucket that just says McCrag blue. Oh, that's and awesome. And it's got like the Citadel color logo. But it's in so McCrag just, blue t-shirt. So you just look that's like awesome. the, the t-shirt itself is McCrag blue. Looks like so you look like a paint a pot of paint. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's it's pretty brilliant. It's a good but, uh, t-shirt. I tenth edition. I'm excited. That's I'm when really, Twilight needs to come forward. I'm really, really excited because I stopped playing. I still loved Warhammer and I would stop playing because I don't have three and a half hours. You know, to play a 2,000-point game. The problem anymore. I have with Warhammer right now, and the reason that I don't <sighs> play but I'm obsessed with the lore, is it's not even the timing thing. It's the rules are so fucked that when yeah. somebody goes like, well, actually, I just go, okay. And about a third of the way into the game, I'm just like, I'm out. All right, whatever. Yeah, I'm just out. roll. Just like, whatever. I don't give a Fuck shit. It. You yeah. win. It, like, just fine. fine it's not fine. fun. Yeah. It's not fun. And uh, this new one really looks like it's going to lend itself to... Do play the flavor you like. Yeah, because above anything, everything else. It's I also to be think they. Fun. I also think they just killed the meta. Oh, they which did. is awesome. 
Yeah. I am there so are, excited I, about I guarantee the fact that they crushed a, the meta. I guarantee there's a bunch of 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 uh, um, tournament players that are just... Oh, there's a bunch of small peen motherfuckers that are so upset right now. furious. Because they can't leverage the meta because all this... Furious. Because Warhammer now has the opportunity to constantly balance the game. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly keep things uh-huh. equivalent where it is no longer this is the strongest army in the game. Yeah. It is just a... It they have they have opened an avenue. Now we will see if they capitalize. But they have opened an avenue to where now you do not need to pick an army based on how good they are. Yeah, you can pick an army based on how sexy they are. And and what what speaks to you as a player? And Which it's I think all is the balanced. best way to play Warhammer is. And and when customers come in here and they want to get into Warhammer, I'm like, build what you think is cool because you're gonna have to sit there and paint every single one. If yeah. you don't like the way it looks, you will never paint it. Yeah. But also with Warhammer Light, like using the combat patrols, I feel like that's essentially what they were supposed to be, and they never could get there. But by nuking ninth edition and they making tenth edition, now they can make combat patrol the way they wanted it to be. Yeah, where they're all even and they're you know, every one of the combat, because that's the thing with combat patrols is that each one of those boxes that you can now buy at the great battle pub games <laughs> is able to, you know, you can just buy that and be like, I can play against any other combat patrol. Now but they're now, even, they're all even. I also don't have to tell, you know, customers that want to try it and they get a combat patrol box that like, you know, like an average game of 40 K is like 2000 points. Now I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that. And there's a whole format and you can it. just it's build like, it yeah. right out of the box. I don't know. I'm kind of interested. It's like, look, you're just in it. You don't need to buy fuck all else. Yeah, this is it. And if you just model and paint this, yeah. try it. And if you don't like it, you still, you got your money out of it in yeah. the modeling and painting yeah. part of it. So it's done. It's done. Um, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, uh, God, I'm so stoked. I'm so, so stoked. Yeah. But going into the narrative, there yeah. was a thing talked about last night in the mm. 40K universe, and we've got some other things we need to talk about, Right. that everybody was like, oh my God, like we didn't see it fucking coming. Mm-hmm. The lion is back. The lion! Rawr. Um, now, I... Meow. Hot take. Meow. Yeah, exactly. I am not near excited about this as fucking everybody else is. I am excited about the implications of the lore. I am not excited See, about using him on a table. I think I'm with you. Yeah. So the line is technically being released during ninth edition because mm-hmm. he's coming out before the 10th edition release. Right. As of this show, he's coming out in like three weeks. That's my really? ed- it's my educated guess. Okay. You don't know that for sure. I don't know that for sure. But so he's coming out alongside the Arcs of Omen Lion book. Yeah. He's coming out at the same time. So they're doing the same thing like they did so, with Gilliman. Pre-orders for the Farsight book open this as of the recording of the show come out this Saturday. Okay. I'm going to guess that two weeks from that, two to three weeks from that, will be the release of the Lion book. That's about the schedule that they've been on with these Arcs of Omen books. Right. It's yeah. been every other yeah. week has been an Arcs of Omen book. So if pre-orders open for the Arcs of Omen Farsight book this Saturday and come out the next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then two weeks from that Saturday should be the Lion Book. Right. So that I'm guessing sense. three weeks. Yeah. That's my educated that guess as a retailer that sells GW based on their release patterns so far. That's my guess. That would also land the Lion mid-April, six weeks from the launch of 10th edition. GW's fiscal year runs June to June. So they're trying to get a push. So the they're the wrapping year. up the narrative. Mm-hmm. So this will finalize the fourth quarter, their fourth quarter, 
with the major drop happening in June. Mm -hmm. So Horus Heresy released last June. (coughs) The June before that was the big, the new edition of Age of Sigmar, their big versus box dropped. And the June before that was the Indomitus box. Right. So every June is always their big core system release. So this year it's the 10th it's edition. It's 10th edition will be the core box. So we'll but get the, the line big, will be ending the fourth. We'll be ending in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Now, my Which wife and I shareholders, man. My wife and I had a discussion about this. Why are you dropping a model as hot as the lion before 10th edition? Because there's something bigger coming. There's something bigger. You think so? I think the 10th yes. edition narrative what's actually going to come is that why wake up the lion? Well, because uh, the, right now the Imperium is vastly undergunned. Well, they're fucked. Yeah. They're well, why un- wake they're... up the lion? You need a threat big enough to justify the lion. Well, right now they're justifying it through Air, uh, Angron. It's not a justification enough. It's just you don't not. Think so? He's not strong enough. He's not. I mean, he's strong a beast. Enough. He's a beast. He's a monster, but he's also he's just a blunt object. He's not. He's, yeah. No. Hundred. He's right not there. galaxy steering. Yeah. He's just. He's sure he's scary. Yeah. Gilliman could handle him. Right. He could. He in a one-on-one, Gilliman can handle him. Angron is a big blunt stick. That's Yeah, he's he you throw he's like throwing a rock. Right. Yeah, it's going to yeah, crush everything it goes through but and it's going to stop somewhere. But once yeah. it stops, that's it. Now you got to pick it up and you got to point it somewhere else. Yeah. He's not a galaxy changing threat. Okay. Well, then, well, the 10th edition they're talking about with the Tyranids. Is that sure. the, is that the, the But the lion doesn't do large-scale combat. He does strategic one-on-one duelist shit. Yeah, he 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 he's really good at one-on-one, but also having his army being like, okay, we are taking on this, this singular specific, foe. They are a surgical strike. Yes, unit. Hundred percent. That's I what agree. their pri- That's what their legion does. Yeah. Now you're talking about a primarch that did the one-on-one duel with the primarch of the night lords, and he killed him. Mm-hmm. He went and he cleared all the 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 mighty beasts of Caliban. Yep. Like he is about the one on one combat. Hunting I'm gonna measure myself against that. Thi- I will that hunt you one down. Thing. I will I will Batman the right. shit out of you. But he doesn't do large scale, and the Dark right. Angels don't do large scale. It's just not their yeah. jam. The 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 the, 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 <laughs> the Dark Angels right now has been obsessed for ten thousand years about a couple guys going rogue. Yeah, they have just been. That's all they think about. And and, and he's like, "Oh, the lion's back." I'm like, "Are we talking about the same dude who Cipher who dipped off just took his fucking butter knife before he left? <laughs> he went and took the lion's sword and was like, yeah. fucking deuces, bitch.' Yeah, and then just bounced out. It like, yeah. so he's not that badass. I'm sorry, all you fucking Dark Angels players out there, but he's. He's kind of a bitch. The model, the looks model is badass. sexy as shit. It is sexy. The the plastic itself is. If you don't play, if you don't like the Dark Angels, if you don't whatever, if you have ever just appreciated a good collectible, yeah, a good artistic God piece. Damn yeah. it, yeah. that model yeah. is hot. I, I, I have, saw I saw the model of the lion, and I was so angry it wasn't Lehman Russ. I like that's that's what my first reaction now, was. Was just like God damn it. Ooh, we're like, getting there. We're getting there though. I think that's a discussion we need to have on this show. Okay. Well, let's continue. With so this let's discussion. talk about the lion. Okay. On the plastic itself, I have no desire to play Dark Angels. No. I've never had a desire no. to play Dark Angels. I don't really understand people that play Dark Angels. Nope. Me neither. You're. 
if you were a 40k player and you were listening to this you were about to be very upset with me the dark angels are nothing more than a legion of stealing other people's strategies and being bad at it yeah that's the dark angels well i'm a deathwing player okay you're a deathwing player so in other words you wanted to play white scars but you won't play White Scars yeah. because the Dark Angels, the Arthurian legend that goes with the Dark Angels is even a like, story. E- e- even like the sword playing kind of stuff is done better by the Black Templars. The Templars are better at it. You know. Uh, Deathwing is nothing more than fucking White Scars. Like all of their different yeah. chapters, all of their different se- all the wings of the Dark Angels yeah. are all stolen shitty versions of other legions. Yeah. The only one that, the only wing that was super cool in the lore was the Dreadwing. Dreadwing was fucking bad. Okay. And, what did and, the what did the Dreadwing do? The Dreadwing was just like the Annihilators. They came in, they're just like, I'm going to destroy everything here and just yeah. Just sure. Or you could go play a Death Watch army. Yeah. Which was literally suffer not the Xenos to live. So yeah. and by I, the I way, get that I get it, but 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 Dreadwing doesn't exist in the 40k. It doesn't? Yeah. In the 30k, I'm just talking in the 30k lore. Also that was a really cool like the oh, whole like fuck. the whole like fuck the warp, we're with you, the Emperor, and da 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 da. And yet the new even the lion's model has the whispers in the dark. Yeah, yeah. On the model, so yeah. you literally have warp connected creatures that yeah, are just chilling the with yeah. the watchers in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are warp connected creatures. Yeah. They're not humans. Nope. This is the Imperium of Man. <laughs> so you have an emperor that's yeah. you have a Primarch that is hanging out with non-human creatures. Just okay with it. And is just chill, and we're supposed to believe that he's loyal. But they're they're really, they're really good at carrying helmets and swords. Like, they are. I'm just, they, they are. are. Look, they, they nail that role. Straight up. To a D. I just want Deathwing players. I want Dark Angels, Deathwing players, whatever. Dark Angels players just fucking say, I like the models. Yep, Stop cool. trying to tell me that you like the Legion. No, you don't. No, the models you like the cool. models. You like the idea. It's cool plastic. Cool. It's I'm very in. Arthurian. Yeah. Yep. The everything's ridiculous. It's turned up to eleven. Too many, too many, too many wings. There's a lot of wings. wings on hats. Yeah. Well, There's I a lot will of little ask a question. dudes with helmets. So for our listeners that might not know anything about the Dark Angels, um, those shadow f- creatures that are on the lion's base. Yeah. Can you describe that a little bit and like yeah, what those their are purpose called, is? They're called the Watchers in the Dark, and they basically are an indigenous species of Caliban. And they are, like uh Jazz said, not human. They and that's are. where that's where the lion's from is planet Caliban. So yeah. the planet Caliban. So let's all right, five minutes on the Dark Angels. Got it. We have so it. much other we shit to discuss yeah, here. We gotta, we gotta keep going. Okay. The Dark Angels are a chapter based so on the night the the night orders that existed on a planet called Caliban. Caliban is a death world as classified to the Imperium. The night orders that existed on Caliban existed on Caliban before the Imperium ever arrived. When the children were stolen from the Emperor and flung from the universe, Lionel Johnson landed as a baby on the planet Caliban and was later founded, found by one of the night orders and raised as one of the knights on that fucking planet. Luther. Luther, who actually raised him and up until is found by the Emperor is referred to as the father of Lionel Johnson trained Lionel Johnson in everything that he does, raised him as a knight, and he became part of the inner circle of that knighthood. Also started the crusade on that planet to get rid of the the beasts beasts that existed on Caliban that were the trials for becoming a knight within that order on there. There's several orders all of that planet, all of which got eradicated by Lionel Johnson's original order. On that planet, there is a species called the Watchers in the Dark, 
the Watchers in the Dark are a warp-connected, omniscient, prescient being that understands what is going on both forward and backward on the timeline and actually go to several nights within Lionel Johnson's original order and tells them the emperor that is a, that you don't even know about yet is going to destroy the galaxy. The path that he is taking is going to lead to literally the galaxy in flames. It is, is going to destroy fucking everything. Yeah. Lo and behold, the emperor shows up, finds lion lion looks at all of his buddies that raised him trained him he raised all these other ones and went hey fuck you guys found a new gig and he fucking takes off with his daddy takes all of his best friends and says fuck you you stay here and train more bitches for me so i can go send him into battle so i can go send him into battle and get them all killed then he doesn't even do good work for the emperor so essentially the lion even though you have other ones that are more depressing or whatever is the most emo of sons of bitches it's yeah i want to love my daddy but daddy lost me so i don't know if i can love him and i don't know what i am and my friends are what they are but they're not as good as me so i can't hang out with them either and And my my adopted dad and And my adopted dad isn't as good as i was so i don't know if i can respect him and he doesn't really respect the new one because he thinks i should be loyal to the planet that actually raised me but that's not fucking right and he's just a bitch he's a fucking bitch all right does he look like a bitch? No. Does he act like a bitch? A hundred percent. This is when we need Big Jim. We'd be like, he's, he's a, a bitch. bitch. He's a bitch. So, it, I, I, yeah, I know. I don't I'm like right there the with you. fucking, I like everything about the Dark Angels except him. I fucking hate him. I hate yeah. him. I hate him. Yeah, it's too much angst. It's I too much angst. I fucking hate him. One of the things that I want to point out with is, Jazz is hundred percent right, one of the things that you have to know is that Caliban is also a a chaos tainted planet that so is a big part at of it its too. core it is. and i mean like like we have a mostly iron liquid core on earth on caliban it is a mostly liquid chaos core like yeah. it is fucked yeah it's chaos which it's is a, why it's, it's, it's a it's a chaos planet light which is why they have these beasts that are so abnormal and yeah. are so lethal is they're chaos tainted so the watchers in the dark Come to several of the nights when they go on these missions and they pick specific nights mm-hmm. and they're trying to twist the lore now. But in the books, in the Horus Heresy books, yeah. go read uh, The Angel's Descent, I think is actually the first Dark Angels book. I don't know. I, I think that's the those, first yeah. Dark Angels I believe book you. Sure, that we'll sets that. up the order that he's a part of. And then the next one is The Angel's Rising or something is when he, they're all space marines. Yeah, got it. Because they take the, his whole order. All the the humans that lived on this planet that were that were bamps, yeah, with or without being a space marine, like could keep up with most space marines anyways, and just yeah. turned them all into space marines. Yeah, yeah. So they become bamps with genetic perfection. Like, right. yeah. So when they go on these missions, so Watchers in the Dark were known to like hang out with important guys. They would that was a thing. Ones that were influential and go, yo, we need to have a chat. Yeah, and then they'll now, be, they'll be like, it would be like the Watchers in the Dark were like. High lords of the dark angels, like pages or squires or kind or of things. really squared away knights, yeah. like ones that were even on their knight errant mission. And they were like, you're better than the rest. And we need to have a talk. Yeah. And so they would, they were very selective about yeah. what they did. Who they talked to. But they are they warp creatures. Yeah. Like, let's not get this twisted. These are not psychers. They are yeah. not, what they are warp creatures. They are not midgets. Because that planet is fucked. Yeah. Like it is so tainted. So that's that 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 whole background has always been a part of the Dark Angels thing where it's just like, are you guys like what 
are you? You know, so I 100% believe in that. And it's just, yeah, but I, I fall 100%. I'm not, I am not excited about the so lion coming back. Here's I'm excited why, about what the lore, what they're going right. to do with the lore. Now, here's what I'm excited about. This is why I'm excited the lion is coming back. Mm-hmm. So Lionel Johnson with his big winged hat and his fucking, get off my lawn. Like he's, he's fucking, because he's that guy. He's yeah. the grumpy yeah. old man. Like, yeah. I'm excited that he's coming back because the only reason you drop that before a new edition, the reason you release a Primark yeah. before a, a new edition drops, there's only 18 of these motherfuckers. Yeah. All right. In a galaxy of trillions, there's mm-hmm. 18 dudes that have the title Primark. Yeah. The only reason you drop that before a new edition is that something fucking catastrophic yeah. is coming. Now, I want to see something that is so big and so awful. That line's not enough. Do you think there's Abaddon's going to win? There's only one man I can think of that oh. they bring back. Yeah. That is powerful enough and no fucks given enough. Well, my, 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 my heart's a flutter. To deal with a catastrophe <laughs> of that size. Now, can you think of anybody Show that would back. lead a group of people that could look at a galaxy-squeezing horde of huntable creatures... And look at it and go for nothing more on finally a reason to put my drink down. Could you think of one motherfucker that might fit Uh, that? Caitlin, our lovely producer, do you have any ideas on who might be excited enough about that? Say that again. (laughs) A threat large enough to rally all your boys Mm -hmm. where you look at all your friends and you go, yo, homie, we've been bored for a minute. Let's go do this. But there's some shit getting wild. Let's go do this. Hold my beer. Hold my beer and watch this. Can you think of anybody that may be out in a boot that we haven't seen in a while that would that wouldn't mind getting into a fight like that? Well, I can name two. That we're. But yeah. Yeah. Who who you got? Let me have a little little taste of this. What what do you got? So based on the primarchs that are still alive, I am going to predict that one. We will see Vulcan come back. And it's not two, a bad pool. Not, not a bad pool. And two, Lehman Russ. Yeah, yeah there it is. Yes. There it is. Oh, let me get him now. Professionally painted. Question. Amazing. <laughs> question for the group. Yeah. That would give us four living uh, loyalist primarchs. Right. right. Yeah. Nailed it. Well, three and a half loyalist primarchs. Th- yeah. I don't give a fuck who you are. I want you to listen super deep to me right now. All right, I'm going to get fucking personal. <laughs> Ryan Earl Johnson is not loyal. I'm going to fucking say it. I'm going to stand here. How many feet do I have on the ground right now, Two Jim? Two feet on the ground, ten toes pointing at you. <laughs> Ryan L. Johnson is not loyal to the Emperor. Okay. He's not chaos, but he's not loyal to the Emperor. I'm going to say it fucking right now. So then. Anyway. That gives us... <laughs> How many quote unquote non chaos primarchs? Three. That gives oh, no. us four. So four non chaos primarchs. How many, How many chaos primarchs, have been primarchs do we have? Four. Three. Three. So you think Slanesh? I think. You think. I think Fulgrim's coming back. Fulgrim baby. in chaos demon primarch form. Yes. I'm that will in. be four versus four. Fuck, he's going to have like 17 titties. 
He's going to be so weird looking. He's going to have a huge tail. It's going to, in a fucking whip that has like 17 tails on it. Yeah, and he's going to have a lot of, a lot of weird piercings. He's going to be so sexy. He's going to have like a lot of, he's he's going to, he's going to confuse a lot of. And I think we're getting Russ. He's going to, he's he's, going to sexually confuse a lot of people. And why is Russ coming back? We got the reveal from the card of the Tree of Life, which is the whole reason he went into the warp. Yeah. He's in the warp. He's not fucking around. He is also the Emperor's Executioner. The only yeah. one that was designed to kill other Primarchs. Right. That was his fucking job. Yeah. So he's just been chilling in the warp, fighting for 10,000 years. Right. Just. With his with his company, with, with his it, guys. And he took like 12 dudes. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, whoever was in the bar with him at the time. It was, was, like, it was like, literally that. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> like if you've ever been like at a shitty bar and somebody's about to go out into a fight out in the parking lot. And you're just like, I'm taking my boys with me. Right. That's literally what he did. And, he was a mid drink. And, and it's like, what the fuck his did boys you say? Whoever was there. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, even. It was. That is like, that is the people. scene. He just dipped. Yeah. And he he just, just dipped. Like, and he was like, you guys, you are my friends right now. We're in this together. Yeah. So, yeah. but the tree of life card got revealed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now he's over there and he sees Abaddon release all this shit back into the galaxy. Right. And he taps Angron on the shoulder and was like, hey, you should fucking go too. And he's like, well, excuse me. So now there's three demon Primarchs loose. They're yeah. going to wake up the fucking li- They've woken up the lion. Right. So I guess they went into the fucking, buddy, s- the surgical slab buddy, he's hey. been sleeping on or whatever. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse- Can you wake up, please? Yeah. So excuse Bobby me. G went in there and was like, Shh. hey, 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 I know you've been napping, but, but it's, it's, it's really, it's really important. Your show's over. Yeah. Can but I, I need can you I, to get, I need you to get up. Golf please. is off, you know, yeah. on that Saturday afternoon, you're trying to wake your dad up so you can watch like something else and the golf's still on. You're like, yeah, do I, wake I need you up? to, could you, could you please, I got could practice. you get up? There, there's I like this practice. one planet I need you <laughs> yeah. to go do something on. Yeah. And he was like, oh, gosh. God. <laughs> but I'm, I'm bringing all my tiny friends with me. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It like, yeah. it, you can't uh, carry yeah. your own hat. This is ridiculous. Yeah, and it was also I was I was watching like the trailer of it, and he was like, "There's only one Primarch who can fight Angron." I was like, "Bull fucking shit, there is anybody could fight like, fucking Angron." I was I was I was like, "Lehman Russ could could take that guy out. Has taken that guy out. Uh, yeah, has that's has. A, that that, yeah. that that is a already been done. Has. But so, also, I think we're also going to see Fulgrim in Demon Primarch form because who just absolutely. got a new book update? Who did? Slanesh. Did they really? So the Heed Knights of Slanesh both got their AOS book, and all of the new books that are coming out all have EC rules listed in them. Really? There's a bunch of Emperor's Children stuff out there right really? now. Really? You just got to look a little deeper. You got to look. You got to look past the veil, man. And look at like keywords and shit like that. So like all the Boarding Patrol stuff that's out there, uh-huh. and they released the Abaddon the Angron book. When the yeah. Angron book came out, yeah, there's the EC rules specifically for Boarding Patrols on it. And 10th edition is very much based on Boarding Patrol. And they, and they also said, like, in the thing when they were talking about... They flat um, out said they were like, Boarding Patrol rules, nothing, nothing changes. changes. They were they're designed, they're designed for 10th. to fit 10th, 10th edition. Yeah. So basically, if you love playing Boarding Patrol, you are going to like yep. 10th edition. And I have been actually having that itch. I need to scratch that itch. It's as so much good. as possible. So, and there's some EC stuff <laughs> rule out there. Now... I mean, it makes so, sense. It's There's four... So if they bring back Vulcan and Russ, that's four loyalists. We're only missing one demon Primarch. And it's Fulgrim. Yeah, it makes the most sense. That's Fulgrim. That's four on four. Yeah. That balances chaos and whatever. Mm -hmm. The best narrative push that they could do at this point would literally be, however, we've got a bigger threat. Yeah. 
And what do you if think that we don't handle be? the Tyranids, yeah, the whole galaxy's everything's lost gone, and nobody wins. Yeah, and if they make it to where legions can start rejoining, where these brothers can be redeemed, yeah, that's okay. Oh. Because there's also that thing where, like, I was I was thinking about it, like, okay, the the lion went into his stasis, his big sleep, before the legions were broken. Like mm-hmm. he basically, it was after the Horus Heresy. He went back to Caliban because he was like, okay, shit got crazy over there. I need to go. I need just to sit down, go back home, walk around in the forest, collect my thoughts, and yeah, then I, I can go out. I like how all the other brothers were like, we are here until the bitter fucking end. And he was like, I don't know, guys, I'm kind of really in my feelings right yeah, now. I need so to think, I don't I know if to, I can handle this. Yeah, I need to think about this. I need yeah. to go to a safe space. And, you know, he goes back it's to just Caliban. Me and my trees that I let the Imperium just just clear cut and level. I'm going to drink some kombucha. Yeah. And just kind of, I'm going to work on me. Yeah. I just need some me time. I'm going to work on me. I know I was genetically engineered to do nothing but support the Imperium. And my whole existence is actually owed to this man. But, but I it, need it really, I just, can I gotta, we hug I this out? Process this. Can we hug this out? I'm just, this. yeah, there's just, a I kind of want to circle back on something. Good. So Jim said there's four chaos demons. Four chaos gods. Okay, what are those gods? They are Corn, which is the uh, which is Angrons. Mm-hmm. There is uh, Nurgle, which is Mortarian. Mm-hmm. There is um, a Slun- Zeech, which is uh, um, Magnus. Ag- Magnus, yeah, uh, Horn Titty. Um, Horn Titties. <laughs> and then there is um, which is a, a Slanesh, which is Fulgrim. Which You're is declared. One. Which is declared. Which, which is, is already one. declared. De- it, no. Hundred percent. He is the demon primarch of Slanesh. He is the demon primarch of Slanesh. They've never made a model. They've never made anything, but he is the, the demon, demon primarch of Slanesh. Yeah. There is one more chaos god that you are forgetting. He that is that, he is not he a was, chaos god. He was never and he was never born. You were talking about the dark king and the, which would have been the high god, and Bellicor. he was never born. Bellicor. Bellicor is the high prince. Yes. Of chaos unbound. Yeah. He is not a demon god. He, he serves is, all four. And he is, but their he is a high prince. He, he's basically like, he's, he's really powerful, but the gods kind of just fuck with him. It, it's true. Yeah, they just fuck with him. I almost feel bad I for do. him at this point. Yeah. yeah. They just fuck with him. So and the only other, the only one else that you can do is the new one, which is um, Vash, Vashtek. Vashtor. Vashtor wants to become a chaos god. He's trying. He's trying his hardest. He's now, doing the best. Vastor, and Vastor and Perturabo are together. Yes. So if Vastor does become a chaos god, Perturabo would, would be his high. His, would be his high. Would be his Which guy. Which makes total sense. So yeah. Vastor at this point would be the leader of the Dark Mechanicum. Yes. Which everything is pointing towards. We're going to get a Dark Mechanicum. Yeah. That Which we're going to get the rules. Yeah, we're going to get the rules for Dark Mechanicum. These models that have been released. This last versus box that came out. Yeah. We're, the dark mechanicum is a thing. There's just no official rules for it. I would. I want to see a Perturabo model so much. I'm like, if you think all these models are really cool, a Perturabo model would be just but, the most beautiful chrome. Perturabo makes sense to be the the demon primarch of the dark mechanicum. Of course, Perturabo makes sense. Perturabo That's what he does. Sense. He makes yeah. shit. He makes it, shit. like yeah. It makes no. total sense. Yeah, but. I don't know if we'll get that right away. No, that's I think gonna, that could be a mid. I think that could probably be a mid addition twist where yeah. we see that. No. The next thing that I think we'll see will be. Uh, I think it's going to be Slanesh. I think it's going to be Slanesh too. But if they do that to balance it, we need four on each side. Yeah. 
Um, we're already unbalanced, right? Like we have three demon primarchs. Uh-huh. We have one primarch. Yeah. And it, now we have two because line's been announced. Yeah. So that's still unbalanced. Still not. Yeah. We're not even close. At a minimal, we're getting Russ. I still think we're getting Vulcan. Yeah. Well, Vulcan, because you know they're alive. You know they're alive. If Vulcan's chilling on his asteroid. Just thinking about things. Just, well, he's just wanted to be left alone. Yeah. He just, just, now he always returns when it matters. Yeah. Yeah, he'll like pick up his hammer. The big and just orc go, invasion. He'll, he'll, he'll be the, have this awesome, just like, Ugh. yeah. All I want to do is do my crossword puzzle and watch my stories. I don't want to do this anymore. In all fairness, Vulcan's done enough. Yeah, he's done like enough. that man needs a break. He's it, done like enough. Jesus, he's done everything. He's been having a break for ten thousand years. But he deserves Dude, more. He's, he's, he's died done. Like, like definitely in like the uh, um in the new book. Like he's died so many times. Like poor he's, guy. He's done. He's done. He needs he's to be so able to retire. He's so tired. So yeah, forty k. I have not been this excited for forty k in a very long. It's gotten me to the point to where I have an army I want finished. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, that's it. This, this is getting finished. Yeah, this, this army's done because I'm done. playing. I'm playing tenth edition. Good for you. I'm so fucking Good excited. Yeah. So, but then my my back to my original point is that um, kind of we saw sidetracked it. The lion was never a part of the the legion sundering. Do you think the lion is going to pull his legion? I don't think he can. I don't think he gives a fuck. I don't think he. I don't think anybody would do it. I think even with him back, I think they'd be like, all right, look. But but of of, of like. The, the Dark Angels and their and their successor chapters are really only successors in name. They they're still pull. all Dark Angels. Yeah, they're all Dark Angels. So he's going to be like, all you guys, repaint, come back. Nope. It, and, so? and here's the reason I don't believe that. It, I The Dark Angels all switched to Caliban Green. Yeah. These are Calibanites. Mm. It, like, these guys are loyal to Caliban. They're not loyal to Lionel Johnson. He hasn't been around in 10,000 fucking years. And they carried on. The Dark Angels carried on the tradition of Caliban. They did not carry on the tradition of the Lion. And that's what I, that's what my problem with like Dark Angels fans and the chapter as a whole. It's like, well, the Lion's back. And like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. They've been getting along just fine, apparently, without him for 10,000 years. And now he's back. So he can what? Sit there and be all fucking moody in the corner? Like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, what is he going to do with the fallen too? Like that's all that kind of stuff too. Is he just going to be like? Is he going to walk into like the uh, into the into the, the rock and just be like, "Can you guys stop wasting your fucking time on like twenty guys?" It doesn't matter. He's Can been he's fucking... been sleeping there for ten thousand years. Yeah, he hasn't even gotten off the spaceship. Yeah, that's where he's been sleeping. He's been in stasis for ten thousand years. Yeah, but nobody knows rock. that he's in there. They all know he's there. What do you mean they know? They that knew he's... where he was. They did not. Yes, they did. That no, was not a did. secret. Everybody knew where he was. No. Yes. No. Go check it. Really? Yep. Okay. I thought I thought they didn't know. I thought the Watchers in the Dark were the only ones that knew that no. he was there. They knew where he was. They just knew. They were just like... We're they just, just didn't care. Nobody likes him. Hmm. His own Legion doesn't like him. Hmm. I'm going to be interested in that. That's the reason everybody awesome from his Legion fucking left. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of being loyal to planets... Can we segue into the Siege of Cthonia? Yes. So I'm super this? excited about this. So as you know, I'm a Horus Heresy player. Yes. So I like playing 30K, yes. which is they are releasing a new book called the Siege of Cthonia. Really? So it is a campaign book for Horus Heresy play on Horus's home planet. Ooh. So all the missions, all the everything is is based on on his planet. It's all that siege warfare, brand new rules for Horus Heresy's own Mortalis. 
like all this really? kind of stuff but it's on Chthonia. Ooh, are they going to release uh, um and there's new models coming. New model, are they new, new terrain and stuff too? So the Zone Mortalis, I guarantee you they're going to repopulate because you can't play without that without that terrain. Yeah. But the big thing is, is they're releasing specific character models. Really? For the Chthonia series, for Horus Heresy. Nice. I am beyond hype. Is is Abaddon a character that you can play in uh, and 30 Loken. care? What? Abaddon and Loken. Really? You can play them both. Wow. I have the models. Wow. That's yep. cool. So is uh, Lehman? And yeah, Gygor Felhand. Yeah. And yeah. all of the all of the yep. wolves can no, also be played. I know, I know. And Horus Heresy. Quit trying had, to sell me. If you had class, you'd play the better game. I am not a classy man. That's you know what? Facts. Facts. So Facts. Jim. Yes. Do you know why the Siege of Chthonia is a story point in the Horus Heresy? Mm, isn't that where uh the uh the Imperial Fists like took over Chthonia? Hundred percent. And it's, like made them as a as it made it as like their like own like no no we're recruiting from Chthonia right now yeah so it's kind of it's, thing and then the Hor- the sons of Horus were like the fuck you are yep you're nailing it yeah it's um that's exactly why he so that's the fist going in and going like oh you're gonna fuck with Imperial worlds how about yeah. we just take yours yeah it's mine now yeah Dibs. and so and that's a Dibs, it's a masterstroke from Dorn of yeah. psychological warfare of yeah. like. You don't have a home for you don't have a you don't, you don't have even a have a home anymore. You don't even have a world anymore. Yep. You're just a bunch of dogs. Man. So it's it's super cool. It's super exciting. There's a bunch of new rules that are going to be in there, and it's it's a true campaign book. It, they're calling it the Return of the Black Book. Um, mm. So in original Horus Heresy, they had the Black Books, which was these campaign things. That's what this is. It's the Return okay, of the cool. Black Books. It's like awesome. it's the campaign stuff. It's a good way to start. Um, super super dope. Age of Sigmar is getting a bunch of new sexiness that's coming along, right? Um, yeah. Which is the fantasy side of Warhammer. Yep. Uh, some armies that haven't been updated in fucking years are finally getting love updated. It when they finally, update armies and give um, them new models. I'm like, these people have been holding on. You want to hear? Years. You want to hear something that's about a bitch? What? So I got offered literally the day before uh, the announcement. Mm-hmm. No, the day of. Day of. Day of. Like at three p.m. A beautiful soul blight grave lords army okay fully painted every custom character and you said okay every the, the whole nine yards uh well i have a wedding coming up uh-huh so that same day i had bought the gray wolves the gray wolf pelts that caitlin and i are wearing at our wedding. right right yeah so i paid for those mm-hmm. got this offer and i was like damn dude don't have the money yeah sorry i just spent like what i had to be able to get this army then we watched the release and they're like Hey, here's the new Soulblight Gravelord character and their brand new rule book. It's so they're getting all fresh rules, which means they're going to be the new hotness in the uh, fucking game. This army's completely custom painted. It's uh, beautiful. I've seen it before. It's every character, every uh, everything. Absolutely gorgeous army. And just nope. Can't do it. Oh, that's missed sucks. opportunity. Yeah, because it sucks. I could have played all them sexy, sexy vampires. Fucking vampires. Man. Yep. Yeah. Could have been dope. You're not a big AOS fan. You don't like the fantasy side of things. No, not though. that much. Yeah. No. So uh, both them and the Osiarch Bone Reapers, all of the uh, the the skellies and the uh, so all the horror factions are getting uh, getting redone. Huge updates. Um, then the Kill Team has some cool stuff. And then Kill Team is releasing a box called Gallo Fall. Yeah. So Kill Team over the last year has had this huge, very connected narrative mm-hmm. of this space Hulk. Yeah. That everybody's been fighting in. Now you need what you need to understand about a space Hulk is you were talking about enough space in a space Hulk to be like a small country. 
Like these ships are yeah. massive. Yeah. Just and so and even like the decks on decks on decks. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. And so you can have all of these different combats going on, and nobody's aware that any of this other shit's going on. Yeah. So that's been the big story that mm-hmm. the Space Hulk appeared out of nowhere and everybody's going in trying to figure out what secret because they got lost like 10,000 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And now they they're when they find them, it's like what treasures are in. Yeah. Here. What is like there could be STCs. There can be. It, it, who knows? Yeah. And so the last box of this series just got announced called Gallo Fall. And apparently yeah. now it's crashing into a planet, this ship. Yeah. And so it's squats. It's the space dwarfs. Yeah. And Beastmen. Yeah, I saw the Beastmen not uh, models, uh, and I was just like, and I, I took a double take because I was like, Beastmen has been in um, AOS, right? right but they're in four <laughs> forever. Like they're, yeah, they're in four It's in 40K. the lore. And then I looked at me, I was like, I was like, I was like, like, like kind of going through the pictures, and I was like, wait a minute, that Beast guy, that Beastman has a chainsaw. Yeah. What the fuck, <laughs> you know. But more importantly, for me at least, is the terrain in that box. Oh, I didn't see. That. Oh my god! So it's all the badass walls that I've been collecting yeah. out of all the kill team boxes yeah. that I also use for boarding actions. Right. Great format. It's awesome. But in this new one, there's walls. There's stasis pods. There's surgical tables. Oh, there's like all of it. I was like, oh shit. There's escape pods. There's all the stuff that's in it. So uh, personally, I will be picking up one of the new kill team boxes because I want that terrain. I want. Do you you, you think the beastmen are going to be available for like uh, for Caitlin's Chaos Army? So she's she's painting right now. So (laughs) far, all of the rules. I don't see why it wouldn't be. All of the rules for kill team releases yeah go you've been able to push the unit in a 40k yeah which means that these these models should become 40k available yeah because beastmen and and chaos space marines go hand in hand why the fuck yeah why the fuck not with 10th edition and then you just download the data sheets yeah you don't need to worry about like oh well that's this system specific nope all their plastic just became. Yep, everything's available. Everything for Lottie Dottie, fucking everybody. Yeah, you can. So, so I. But that also makes chaos so much more the chaos space marine so much more fun because you can either do an elite army like a space marines army or you can do a horde army now too. It, yeah, and just get wild and just get wild and you just be like we have a bunch of beastmen. So yeah, we we have we have a terminator squad, and then we have forty beastmen. We have thirty trader trader yep. guardsmen, and we have you know, 40 uh, cultists and they're just all running at you yeah. trying to do it. And we have four big guys in the back. Cause they're just filled with the passion of chaos, the passion of chaos. And they're trying to passion all over your face, neck and chest. That's I also one. have a <laughs> shit ton of points of Slanesh. Yeah, yeah. That's also true. You do. So Jesus, you're going to be, I don't yeah, want to Adepticon was wild. I'm coming the for narrative, your The narrative has taken a huge fucking twist. <laughs> I also find it really interesting that this narrative is taking this huge turn right when the 30k the heresy story is wrapping up yeah something's we're happening. getting the last book something's happening Something in the next is couple gonna... months and and so when you look at a new edition release with an all new rule set and all new armies that are something coming along insane's gonna happen it, it's time yeah something it's, ins- it's there's time. I, I feel a heel turn is coming so hard and so to be honest with you i know there's a lot of people listening to the show because we've gotten comments and stuff like that about like i don't know the game i don't know the lore i don't know whatever this is the time if to get you in. wanted to pick a time to get in either to it. the lore or the game this is it it's, it's all here. starting over now it's, it's here they're about to hit the reset button and you don't need to worry about fuck, fuck all up. that's happening you don't before have to this. catch up you don't have to worry about 
finding out, oh, I don't know about that. And people, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. And they are about to make it it. more approachable and easier to get in with a brand new story than they ever have. The reset button's about to get hit. So if you've been listening to the show and some of you guys have made the comments, I'd be like, man, I don't know if I want to get in or whatever. Now's the chance. What you do is you 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 pick up a uh, a combat patrol box, which you can get a battle really really love. You know that you that speaks to you. Do a little bit of research on Lexicarium about like the um about the story what, and- about the story and about what they're about and kind of that thing. It's like I I that's my that's, those are my guys. Get them painted. Get them painted all and ready to go by July or June. June by June and and when tenth edition walks in, you can walk into a battle battle pub or a gaming store and be like. I can play. Yeah, either here or, or your LGS, and yeah. you're going to be good to go. And I can play. I can do this. And uh, because you're not, there's not going to be the learning curve anymore. Everyone's learned at the same time. And now. there is going to be no advantage to <laughs> people have bigger armies than you. Yep. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Everything's anymore. getting rebalanced. Every the the reset button is about to get hit. So if this is a world that you think you want to read about, play in mm-hmm. or anything, yep. so now is the is, time to get in. Yeah, everything's getting changed, and it's very exciting for. Old players, and if you are brand new to the to the to the hobby, this is incredibly exciting for you as well, because yep. we're we're there. I'm so fucking stoked. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you need sexy plastic to get ready for the new tenth edition, BattlePub.com. If you need to have beer to drink while getting painting and playing your games, Second Pitch Beer Company. There you go. Jim, when does your shipping start? We don't know yet. They're still we're uh, waiting on Texas law at this taking, point. We're waiting on Texas yeah. law. As soon as that happens, we're gonna we're gonna get some. We're getting some craziness. Or if you're local, if you are in the San Antonio market, because I know some of my customers listen and stuff like that. And if you found us locally, uh, Second Pitch Beer Company, you can you can Google them. They're down off Starcrest. So they're central in the city. They're Mm -hmm. very, very easy to find Yep, near the airport. You can go uh, hit up their their uh, brewery Mm -hmm. and get it direct. Or you can come here to Battle Pub. And buy it, and then also uh, HEB and too, and any HEB, and you can go pick it up. And uh, keep sending pictures of you picking up second pitch because yeah, we love it, we love, love it. it, we love to see it. So yeah, um, and, and if you ever want to, I always tell those people, I'm just do a quick little plug. If you ever want to help out a local brewery, the best way is not only to buy the product, but when you buy the product, take that to a party, to a yes. barbecue, throw it in a cooler, and drink a couple of them, and leave the rest. Yep. So other people try it. Hundred percent. Plus, all of us small business owners, any reviews, likes, shares, any of that on our social media it means so much. Oh my god! I don't care if it's one. We yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, so, it's so important. Um, and uh, keep answering the questions with the show because we yeah. love answering that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this has been a really we're excited. This was a great thing to wake up to for me. I imagine last night watching it was really exciting. It, for you it was worth the late night. Yeah. It was. Oh man, I was yeah, so so in for it. So. uh Anyways, uh, games, drinks, and hijinks. That's what we're all about uh, here on Warhammered. Warhammered. All you hammered folks out there. Um, we are going to... There's some other episodes that are in the can that we are skipping, so we can get this one out for yeah, the Adepticon review. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, keep dropping those uh, those comments, uh, share, and all of that shit. That never works. I, no, I always no, say that. Nobody no, ever actually nobody does. Ever does. If it. you're going to share whether I say it or not. Yeah, just so, do it. You know what? You go do you. You do you. You, you do, do you. Best for you. And we're here for you. Dude, uh, but do you know who did what they always did? Horace Lupercal. No, Lehman Russ. God he damn was it! Always fucking. Right. I thought we were gonna be safe. Nope, I did it, Jim. I got you, bro. <laughs> thought we were gonna be safe. Yeah. Yep. Because Russ is right.